No, no, no plunder on TV will ever get a job again. <laughs> Hello, welcome back to the 40-yard switch. Just like Usman and Kawaja in the first test of the Ashes series, we have passed 100 and now we look towards the 150 mark so we can raise the bat once again. As always, we are we are your ever-dependable hosts, Jasper Woody Woodson and Wilbur Kudelukes. How are you, my brother? Going well. Going very well. Uh, doing decidedly a bit better after that uh, Ashes win that like I just mentioned. Um, Basball... Basball who? <laughs> what is what's Basball? Brendan McCullum, the coach of um, England, is nicknamed Baz. I think. Yeah. So it's okay. like his style of play. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, I don't know about. I don't know. It's Gazball, mate. Yeah, it's Gazball. <laughs> uh, yes. Favorite TikTok review. Yes. Said. Um, but yes, that's cricket, and we're here to talk about football. Because believe it or not, um, that's uh, still going. There's plenty to talk about, even though there's no balls being kicked currently for the next month or so. Um, but we digress. So it's this will be just be an episode full of transfers and transfer rumors. Because let's be honest, who gives a shit about the Nations League? <laughs> Some yeah, so a, a, a very good hat trick from Saka though. Yeah, good on him. <laughs> that goal, the one with the Trent, um, yeah, yeah, the Trent through ball and then the half volley. That was beautiful. Um, would uh, this is a bit off topic, and we've gone off topic a few times already in the mm-hmm. space of about three minutes. Could I mean is is Trent's move into midfield could ever translate to club side, or is I, it think just it, I think it already was towards the end of the season. For the yeah, okay. he was playing like a right back slash midfield role, but. I think you, like, I think Liverpool will look to sign a right back in this off in this off season, mm. and um, and yeah, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, he's, he seemed to play quite well. Mm, he did, but uh, yeah, no action apart outside of that. No, no Liverpool news on our radar for this week. Um, it's the main club we're going to be talking about, and we'll dive straight into it. Is uh, Chelsea? So Chelsea have now sold. Four and about to be potentially about to be five players to the Saudi league. That's N'Golo Kante, Hakim Ziyech, uh, Edward Mendy, and Khalidou Koulibaly. Khalidou Koulibaly and potentially Pierre Emerick Aubameyang is going to go there as well. Apparently, as well Hudson Odoi, potentially. Really, yeah. that'd be such a shame. Mm. You have to excuse me. I'm eating biryani while we record this. I just got home from soccer training. Um, but yes, so, I mean, it, on the outside looking in, you're like, Chelsea taking advantage of a good situation where a league is trying to build its profile by signing players and uh, cashing in to you know, balance some of their FFP books. To the naked eye, that's what it looks like. Yeah. But as me and Wilbur have discovered, oh, I guess as the world has discovered over the past few days, everything is not what it seems, potentially. Um because the PIF, which is the uh, main main state-owned company uh, in the in Saudi Arabia that owns um, all of the teams in the league, yeah, because um, the league is obviously state-owned, uh, is one of the majority uh, investors in Clear Lake, which is the company 
run by Todd Bowley and Co., which is the major um, stake or shareholder in Chelsea. So it starts to become a little bit more like, uh, you know, business partners swapping assets to help each other out. Yeah. Which I guess, I don't know if it's illegal or not, but if it isn't, it seems to be a pretty big loophole in FFP regulations. Yeah, I mean, it just it just doesn't look it just doesn't look very good. I, I don't know whether it's like illegal because, I mean, it it is just like clubs, you know, transferring players between, you know, as as they normally would. Um, but yeah, I, I suppose you could look into whether you know there's overvaluation of players, which I don't know. It's it's hard to it's it's hard to really make the case, but it's because it seems like Saudi Arabia. Like the the moves that they're making are overvaluing all of the players that they're trying to sign, yeah. regardless of whether they're from Chelsea or not. Um, yeah, I mean they're throwing forty seven million transfer fee and five hundred thousand euros a week at Ruben Neves. Yeah, um, tells you all you need to know. Yeah, um, bizarre, but yeah, it, it 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 definitely doesn't look great. But yeah, at, at at the same time, Chelsea are definitely one of the one of the clubs in need of kind of. You know, get, getting some money back on their books, as yeah. you mentioned. So, I guess, I guess, yeah, it, it potentially isn't illegal, but I just, I just hate to see it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just like, it's just like, like what's that like uh, meme video where it's like, you can't keep getting away with this. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's how I feel about Chelsea right now. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's interesting for, with Chelsea, right? Because they they've signed all of these players, and now they're letting go. So, in addition to Kante. Mendy, Ziyech, Koulibaly, potentially Hudson Odoi and Aubameyang. Kovacic is gone. Mount. Pen- is it, oh, is he confirmed gone to City? Yeah. Oh shit! Here I we missed go. That. Mount um, pending sort of habits to Arsenal seems like the agreements in place, and apparently Loftus Cheek to AC Milan, which is uh, I suppose not not, not, there, not, yeah. not huge, but you know that's a massive exodus after like a massive. Um, I don't know what the word is, but getting lots of players. Yeah. Um, influx. Yeah, influx. Yeah, perfect. Gotcha. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I feel like it's it's it, it's a lot for a, for a team to handle that's already struggling. And like, there's some big names in there. I think, yeah, obviously Poch is still going to come in, put his mark on everything. But I, I don't see it getting much better if, if, if this is how they're going to... Yeah. Like, the strategy, again, just seems worse and worse. And it's also not as if they're just getting rid of, like, old Deadwood players. Like, Ziyech, Koulibaly, Mendy, uh, Aubameyang, to an extent, I can, like, understand. Yeah. But Mount, Havertz, Hudson-Odoi, yeah. like, these are players who are young and have a lot of potential. And even in the case of Mount... I mean, and to an extent, Havertz, because he's, he's been up, he's had an up and down time at Chelsea, but has been big and shown a lot of promise in moments. And obviously, Mount won Chelsea's Player of the Year two years ago. Hmm. So, so I, I can understand getting rid of players who are past thirty on big contracts, but then young players who seem who like in in the case of Mount could be seen as the future. Getting rid of them as well, I don't know. It's 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 a weird transfer strategy for me. Yeah. I mean, there's uh, uh, even even Koulibaly, Like he's only been in the club for like a year. Yeah, a year. Like I wouldn't really say that he's dead wood. I, I have heard a yeah. Neither would I. I have heard a rumor it's they want to potentially integrate Levi Colwell, who did so well at Brighton last year, 
into the squad. Right. So okay. a defender had to give way for him to come back. Yeah. But then I've also seen that like they're asking for more money from Brighton for Colwell. So it's like, what's the, what's the? Uh, are you going to sell him? Are you going to keep him? Like, mm. Yeah. I think I think again with Chelsea, yeah, it just seems like there's a there's a lack of a strategy there. But wait, because is is Poch in the role now? Okay, true. Well, maybe there is, but yeah, it it, it seems a little bit all over the place. Um, but anyway, as, aside from Chelsea, I think yeah, just the, the exodus of the Saudi league in the last couple of weeks has just been crazy. I mean, insane. We, we spoke about. Um, with Benzema, and and I think I was saying on that episode how you know you can't really just bring in one player and expect it to lift the whole league up. Now they've actually got <laughs> yeah, who have quite they a got? few players. They've got Ronaldo, Benzema, the five, the four players potentially five or six players from Chelsea we've just mentioned, Ruben Neves, someone else. Well, oh, as we'll touch on later, potentially Thomas Partey they're going after as well. True. Uh, Riyad Mahrez they made a bid for. Bernardo Silva they made a bid for. Mm. Who else was... They, they made a bid for Son. They made a bid for Lukaku, but he turned it down. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, if they... I mean, there's, there's so much you can do in one transfer window, but if this is, this is sort of the beginning of, like, mm. what's to come... It just shows you how many footballers just see football as their job. Like, it's yeah. not that... There, there's, there's still the majority that was like it's their passion, yeah, and they want to play in the best teams and the best leagues and challenge, challenge for the, the biggest trophies. But a, more and more, you'll see that they're like, I'm just really good at this thing. I want to get paid top dollar for this thing, yeah, and potentially not have to work as hard. Yeah, I think it's hard as well, and like it's it's sort of understandable. Like, you know, if if you're getting like it's not it's not a small difference either, like. Like R- R- Ruben Neves is, is is a really good example. Like, like it's just what's miles the, off the contract. What's, the, what's on. the five multiplier equivalent of triple? Triple, quadruple, quin, quin, quintuple, 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 quintuple. quintuple? Yeah, could, he's quint- that could be another titty bit. <laughs> he's quintupled his um uh, earnings because yeah. he was on sixty grand a week at Wolves. He's now on five hundred grand a week at Saudi. Yeah, and 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 that's where it comes in, and you can you can kind of understand it because it's like. You know, even if you are passionate, like you, you be a bit mad, like to turn down that money if it's offered. Like you're still going to be playing football, and then you can, especially know, if, set up your family for life. Yeah, in and like especially if if some of these players don't have aspirations of being a pundit or a coach afterwards, they just want to get their millions and then yeah. chill out. Like, kind of what have you seen? Like Wesley Wesley Snyder, how he just like put on a bunch of kegs and now just chills. Yeah, yeah. drinking and partying. Yeah, like I reckon a lot of them want to do that. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, also like also setting up your family for like yeah, literally life. Yeah, yeah. after fucking like two seasons in the Saudi League, a, like, a lot of these players come from very like humble beginnings. Yeah, exactly. So like it, it's very hard, even if you're passionate, mm. um, to yeah to, to 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 turn that down and i think you know potentially if if this is the beginning of like a long term strategy from the saturday which it seems like it is given that it came like one transfer window after the world cup um i suppose the pull of the saudi league could could, could get better it could as I, I, as they yeah. do that initial Un- unfortunately it could yeah <laughs> as as like you know after this initial sort of outlay 
of getting players in, then it, yeah, it, the the profile of it could could get better. But and I, I was thinking the other day because someone asked me like, would I do that? And I was I said morally I don't think I would. But then I'm like, it's easy for me to sit here yeah. in my position and say that. But <laughs> with 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 like, it's never I'm never going to get offered that type of money. But if if that money was in front of me or in front of any of us. Would you we still it, turn it yeah, down? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if we would turn it down. Like five hundred grand a week for two years, even that's life changing money. Yeah, yeah. I I wouldn't turn. It. I mean, <laughs> like, are like, you adding like yourself you're... as morally corrupt on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of money, and I mean, like, you're still getting paid to do to do the thing you lo- like love, and like, you know, there's a, there's a lot of people out there who are doing a lot worse things than like footballers taking contracts with the Saudi league mm-hmm. um, like there's a lot of people in Saudi Arabia who love football and like you know you know you, I, I suppose you're contributing to like a, the football scene over there so that's that's a I mean yeah I, I don't know if it overcomes the source of the money but you know One the, the, that- but I think like Rezik touched on last week like the source of like any any amount of money like that that is in football like there's there's any, definitely any, bil- some... any billions is yeah yeah that, yeah that's extent. what you said i didn't really put it there. <laughs> yeah anyone who's a billionaire and has amassed that amount of wealth hasn't done it by doing the right thing yeah exactly exactly so whether you're playing under the todd bowley regime at chelsea or whoever's regime or the stan Kroenke regime at arsenal yeah. yeah um there's there's definitely someone being um I think Rezik said fucked over in the supply chain there. Uh, yep, and yeah. I would agree. Yeah. The last thing I'll say before we move on about this Chelsea thing is that because it's interesting because if it was like one really rich team in Saudi buying all these players, you'd be like, oh, what a joke. Like, it's just going to be a Man City or Bayern. Yeah. Type of thing. But because the whole league is state-owned, they're all going to different teams. Yeah. Which I thought was quite interesting. I, I like that, actually. I'm still not going to watch the league, but I did think that was interesting. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it show, and it shows that there's a bit of a strategy there as well. Let's make a level playing field. Yeah, like they didn't put Benzema, Ronaldo, all of them on the same team. Yeah. Because yeah. um, I think Kante and Benzema are going to be on the same team. And then one of the other Chelsea players has joined Ronaldo's team. And then Ruben Neves and Koulibaly are on the same team. Yeah. So, yeah. I might watch some games. <laughs> I'll watch, I've already been turned. <laughs> I'll watch the uh, highlights that Sky Sports will inevitably uh, post on their Instagram, but that's about it. Yeah, what if it comes on to Optus Sport? Uh, <laughs> we'll cross that bit. And, 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 and it's a Sunday up. afternoon. You finished all the Premier League highlights. And I'm hungover. <laughs> uh, look, yeah. We'll, we'll cross that bit when we come to it. <laughs> I will either confirm or deny what I will do in that situation. By the uh, 200th episode, we'll be re- reporting exclusively on Saudi football. <laughs> End of season awards, Saudi Pro League. <laughs> um, anyway, moving on from uh, the blue side of London to the red. Uh, we've got a fair bit of Arsenal transfer news in the past week, um, which is good if you're me, I suppose. Um, so the first bit of news is the second uh, bid that Arsenal made for Declan Rice has been rejected. I think the first bid was $60 million plus 15 add-ons to make a $75 million package. This package was 75 million plus uh 15 million add-ons to make a yep. 90 million package i think west ham are holding out for a 100 million dollar package or pound package 
I think it's probably going to end up in the 90 plus 10 or 90 plus 15 or 85 plus 15 sort of range. Yeah. Um, I also think the stipulations that um, West Ham want for the add-ons, uh, they want. I've heard that they want them to be achievable. So, you know, Rice to win player of the season or, you know, Arsenal to win the Champions League. Possibly not. Yeah, up there. Um, but I think Arsenal winning in the league is a, is a decent is is like a reasonable stipulation. Because mm. if we're gonna spend like, like like if you're gonna be like Arsenal would argue if you if we're gonna be spending a hundred million pounds on a player you'd hope that you're trying to win the league. Yeah, you know what I mean, for sure. So we'll see how reasonable West Ham be with that. But like it, it seems to be heading in the right direction because according to all reports, Rice like people have been apparently Rice is a, has like a as personal terms agreed with Arsenal, he only wants to play for us. And the outside noise of any other teams going in for him apparently is just noise and West Ham trying to drum up some sort of like bidding war. But that's not going to be the case. So yeah, that's good. Do we, do we know anything about those personal terms? Um, I think it would be uh, 200 grand a week. True. Yeah. That's all right. That's reasonable. Reasonable, yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I personally just want to get it done, um, especially if we're getting rid of party, um, which I'm quite happy. Well, let's swing to that for now. Um, he's potentially on the way out. He's seemingly have been given the green light by the club to facilitate to look for a move to the Saudi league. Yeah. Um, if we can get, I mean, if Ruben Neves can go for 50, forty-five million, and we've got, he's got two years left on his contract. Party, uh, I'd happily take fifty million for him. Yeah. Um, and they fund half of the rice deal. Yeah, exactly. Um. Yeah, I'm, I'm quite ready uh, to wash my hands with Thomas. I know he was a, like, a lot, I see a lot of people on Arsenal Reddit being like, "Oh man, people aren't. A lot of you people aren't like, you know, considering or taking. Or you guys are taking for granted how good Party was and how much of a reason his he was for our success last season." I'm like, I don't care. The off-field stuff has got enough for me. Where I'm like, there's other defensive midfielders out there that aren't shit blokes. Yeah, like I'm ready to wash my hands with him at the club. Yeah. I think yeah, if you get something in the range of fifty to sixty million for him from the Saudi League, yeah, as well, it's good. It's good. Like he's decent. Yeah, but he's been like I I think the main um, impact that he's had in Arsenal is is his absence through injuries. Yeah, and the effect that that's had on, on like on the team. Um, so yeah, while while he is a decent player, there's. Obviously, the cloud over him, but also the, the injury cloud as well, which 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 hasn't helped the team. Exactly, and Rice has yet to miss a game for West Ham, except for one time when he was sick. Yeah, they should try to get a hundred million for him. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> straight, um, straight to West Ham. The second thing is uh, we had a fifty-five million pound bid for Havertz, rejected. Chelsea wants seventy-five million pounds. I think Arsenal are saying that's not going to happen, but according to Fabrizio Romano, both. Um, Chelsea will be flexible with regards to this. I think it's going to end up somewhere in the 75 to 80 million euro uh, region. So that's what, that's like 60 to 65 million pounds. Yeah. Um, I think I've said, I'm not sure if I know, because last week was 100th episode. So I don't, I haven't said this to you. I've said this to you off air, but not on podcast. I, I personally am potentially a fan of the move. I think there's still a good player in there. He's shown it in flashes, just not consistently. I think the biggest thing about Havertz in his tenure at Chelsea has been just his, his inconsistency. Mm. But no one can deny, in certain moments, and in quite a few big games, he has been good. Yeah. Been like, like Both legs against Dortmund in the Champions League this year, obviously the Champions League final, um, and a few other games. 
has shown flashes of the player that was at Leverkusen. It's just, you know, week in, week out. Can you go to Burnley? Can you go to, you know... Because Tuchel signed him from Leverkusen. From Leverkusen. Yeah. And he was... Was he decent? I can't really remember. Was he decent under T- Tuchel? I think maybe the spotlight at that point was on Timo Werner. Yeah. Being terrible. I don't think he was bad, but I think he just... He wasn't, like, lighting it up in his first season. Yeah. Whereas Timo Werner was terrible. And then after that, there's obviously been a lot of pressure at Chelsea as well. Yeah. I also think he's been played out of position. I think if we sign him, we're not going to play him as, like, a Gabriel Jesus rotational striker I think he's going to be moved into midfield yeah um, and I think that's his best that's, his, that's the best place for him uh, so yeah I, I am like cautiously optimistic about it obviously if we spend 60 million on him and he flops again then egg on face you know what I mean but mm. just wait and see I, I, I like it yeah I don't, I, I, I'm, I'm not I think I think I've been like quite quite critical of him yeah, but in, like in, in recent re, times, re, and rightly but, so. Though. But it, it is it, like it's it's definitely hard being you know playing striker at Chelsea. Yeah, they've obviously had all of the issues with, I mean, their number nines for a while, but mo- most recently, Lukaku leaving, and, and essentially he's he's like had to try and fill that role, mm. which it, which isn't his natural role, as you said. Um, also, just playing in a formation like a, like the three at the back formation that Chelsea play, which is not what like he's played at Leverkusen in a four at the back sort of number ten role. Yeah, and then to go get to, it's it's just a completely different team setup. Mm. And I know you need to be versatile, but I don't know. It's just I feel like the way we set up to play is a lot more beneficial with like you know Erdegaard and him floating around in that midfield. Yeah. Um. Also, he's like late runs into the box is a really good stat. As apparently he made the most off the ball runs into the box of anyone apart from Haaland last season. True. So, I think as as Rizik said last week as well. I think. Um, the the transfers from Arteta and Edu of um, of recent times have been very good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd, I'd be inclined to trust that they trust their judgment. Yeah. on it as well. Same. Speaking of trusting their judgment, um, a, a thirty million uh, bid for uh, what's his name? Timber. I don't. Remember, I can't remember his last name for the last for the life of me. Jurian Timber. Jurian Timber. Um, I I really like this because he was touted to go to United potentially last um, off season. Um, has been really good for Ajax as far as I know. I haven't watched a whole heap of Ajax, but like what I have seen, he's been solid. Mm. Next to Lissandro Martinez, he was very good. Um, so yeah, if apparently thirty million is not enough, they want fifty. I reckon we'll probably end up getting him for forty or forty-five. Yeah. Um, but it seems like this is going to be a player we're going to get. So very happy for that. Um. He'll he'll challenge Saliba for that right centre back spot, um, so yeah, I like yeah. it. And apparent and last thing on Arsenal is apparently we're also looking at uh, Southampton defensive midfielder um, Romeo Lavia. Saw that. Yeah, I, I I haven't watched a lot of Southampton, but I I, I do remember hearing his name called a lot mm. when watching highlights of them. And also, he I read a little thing about him. He's the, he's been one of the few players who's like under the three different coaches they had, been the mainstay in the, the in the eleven all season. Yeah, I I remember in a few big like they had a few big results like early on last season, and and I, I think they also beat City in the League Cup as well, two mm-hmm. 0 And I remember him featuring in some of those big games. Yeah, I, I'm not going to pretend like I know a lot about him, but yeah, I, def- I definitely remember the name. Um, do you think? He's nineteen too. Because you've crazy. got. Because you've got. Um, 
defense the Sambi Lukonga. Yeah, so you've got Lukonga out on loan at, at Palace. Palace. I don't. I, I, I more and more I think that's not going to work out for him. But do you think that's just much of a muchness that you've got? You know, I think Lavia has done more in his season for Southampton last year than Lukonga has done in his time in the Premier League. Mm. Yeah, from what I from all in from all um, reports that I've heard. Yeah, played more consistent minutes. Played as a six, not as a weird sort of six slash box to box thing that Lukonga's played for. Um, also, he's like five years younger than Lukonga as well. Um, yeah, so, okay. yeah, yeah, like uh, yeah, like we said, we've hit on quite a few transfers um, under the Edu Arteta regime. Lukonga is seemingly the feeling I get is that this is going to be a miss. We might end up selling him for a profit because we only bought him for like ten to fifteen million euros. Mm. But yeah, I hope it doesn't work out like that because I because because I quite like him. I like Everton, Sammy. Everton, you want it? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, that's a good segue, actually. Uh, Everton, uh, how have, how have they been going in the transfer window? Because there's plenty of gaps that need to be filled in that Everton eleven. Um, so yeah, I think obviously the main one that we probably need to fill is the, or at least provide some backup to. The ever injured Dominic Calvert Lewin. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so. Mo- Mope, I think, is, is on his way out. Mm-hmm. To be fair to mm-hmm. say, um, we've been linked with uh, Valt Veghorst and mm. a guy who's played for Coventry most re- re- most recently, called Victor Guillaumes. He's a Swedish striker. I did see that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think he's scored like forty goals and like a hundred appearances. Sorry, I just moved the mic away from my face. 40 goals in 100 appearances for um, Coventry since 2020 or 2021. Um, they nearly got promoted last year. Mm. So, yeah, and, and apparently Sporting are in the, in the race to sign him as well. So Oh, really? Yeah, it, it, it could be a decent one, and obviously that's definitely somewhere we need to... Is he a big boy? I don't, I don't know that much mm. about him. To be honest with you. Wait, I heard um, a rumour that potentially uh, you might be in for... Uh, Ainsley Maitland-Niles as a right-back option. Yeah. Now that he's a free agent. Yeah, I saw that one too. I think... I think I he's mean, solid as a right-back. Someone's just got to talk to him and be like, no, your time is... Your 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 time trying to be a centre midfielder is done. You are a right-back. You're much better as a right-back. Just just commit to playing there. Because yeah. that was the... The reason he left Arsenal was because he like didn't want to play as a right-back under Arteta. So... He wanted. He left to go, or he'd gone on loan a bunch to go and try and make it as a centre midfielder. And yeah. everywhere he went, he would play a couple of games there and then play it right back and do much better. Yeah, because where was he? Southampton. Southampton. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Victor Guillaumes is six foot two. Ooh, big so, boy. Yeah, that, I mean that 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 could work well. Uh, how old he is? Uh, Twenty five. Nice. Yeah, so that could be a good one. Don't think he'd be overly expensive coming from Coventry. No, um, and I mean, Valt Vegkors could be good as well. Yeah, like, like he he was decent for Burnley under Dyche. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. and he's not, he's not a United player. So yeah, um, the other ones, uh, Connor Cody has is, is going back to Wolves. Yeah, I saw that. Didn't trigger the release cause of 4.5 million pounds. I think my thinking on that is Sean Dyche is keen on Jared Braithwaite. I think that's the reason yeah. you let him go back. But like 4.5 mil. To be fair, who knows how tight you guys are with FFP, especially with like the stadium and yeah, how true. tight you guys were last season. So, but, so then we've... Because Jared Braithwaite is essentially free, like a new signing. 
Because then we'd have Kane, Tarkovsky, Braithwaite. Anyone else? Holgate's there, but he's not really yeah. first choice. Because Mina... Oh, yeah, Godfrey too. Yeah, hopefully he can have a bit of resurgence. Maybe that is enough, but yeah. Um, I, I I think I think Branthwaite is like good, but yeah, I don't know if he's the level that that we need. Is Nathan Patterson a right back or a left back? Right back, because you said Mikalenko fell off a bit towards the end of last season, right? Yeah, and there's no there's no one else to play left back. No. Okay, so is that potentially an area you'd be looking for as well? I think so, but I've I haven't seen any links. Um, so yeah, the the other ones I've heard is um, Damari Gray potentially going to Fulham. That would be good business for Fulham. Yeah, which I'd hate to see, but I reckon we could probably sell him for a profit, given we got him for like one point five yeah mil from Leverkusen. Um, linked with Ama Diallo. That seems like United a good player. business as well. Yeah, I think he'd probably be alone because um, I think I think he's you know appreciated at United, but he had a good season on loan in the Championship with Sunderland. Sunderland, um, and the other ones are just I suppose Leeds players who are available. Jack Harrison. Yeah, I, I was actually thinking about him the other day. I think he's definitely a Sean Dyche type player because mm-hmm. I think one thing I noticed about Sean Dyche is like he he likes you know good technical wingers, but he likes wingers that are very good at tracking back. Yeah, Harrison, and he turned McNeil, like McNeil is that, and like maybe wasn't so much under Lampard, but found it again under Dyche. Mm. But Harrison definitely is that as well. Yeah, but apparently West Ham, Spurs, and Newcastle are all also interested in Harrison. Mm, that's a shame. So, I would have also thought maybe you guys should have looked at Rafinha. Uh, no, no, uh, Rodrigo. Yeah, th- that's the other one I have. So he's got a he's got a relegation clause apparently. Three, yeah, where you can go for like three million. Three point five million. That's crazy. And apparently, um, uh, Real are interested. I mean, for three point five million, who wouldn't be interested? Yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, I would love to have him for three point five mil, but yeah. I think there'd be other clubs out there mm. who would also be interested that potentially have bigger pool. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the Everton wrap. We've done the Arsenal wrap. Uh, two more things on the uh, agenda before we wrap up. Cool. <laughs> um, it looks like Bayern are going to swoop in for United target Kim Min Jae after tracking Kim Min Jae for the best part of two months. It looks like, according to Fabrizio Romano, talks are in advanced stages for Kim Min Jae. United set to miss out. Uh, that's got to sting a little bit if you're a United fan. Yeah. Because you've kind of been tracking him for a while as like, Harry Maguire goes, you bring him in. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know where they go from there in terms of the centre-back search because um, you can't really rely on Varane to stay fit all season uh, and Maguire and Lindelof's time has uh, run its course. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely disappointing as a United sympathiser. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I just think, is I mean, obviously going to Bayern, like it's sort of guaranteed silverware. Um, and he's just won the Serie A, so you can see the pool. But it's just a shame that United don't League, seem to have though. that anymore. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and you, I also think you know South Korean player following Son to the Premier League. I thought maybe yeah that could have been something. But maybe he wants to you know be the South Korean star in the Bundesliga. Yeah, so true. Who knows? I don't know how much German culture seeps into South Korea. I don't know. Anyway. Mm. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the last thing we'll talk about before we wrap up tonight is uh, it seems as if there is going to be a bidding war for James Madison between Newcastle and Tottenham Hotspur. 
if I was James Madison, I would go to Newcastle. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know why you'd want to go to Spurs outside of maybe a really good conversation from Ange Postacoglu. But yeah, look, the Spurs situation is comparatively to Newcastle night and day. Mm. Could I mean could Spurs offer more more money per week? Probably to him. Possibly. I don't know. I'm assuming so. I reckon so as well. So I suppose it's yeah. But, but he's he but, strikes me as the type of player that has like a bit more ambition. Yeah. Well, to play in the Champions League, yeah. that's got to be a huge. Yeah. That's got to be a huge thing. And also a team that's closer to pushing for the league than Spurs are. Mm. Yeah. It's 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 hard as well though cuz Newcastle could could struggle next season and be in a similar position to they what could, Spurs. But if are they at. get him in their midfield with next to Bruno Guimaraes, they also could be very good. Yeah. Yeah. I, him, I, Bruno Guimaraes, and Joel Linton—that is a mean midfield. Yeah. Like, oh, who thought I'd be saying that two years ago? But I think I think if you look at it like at this point in time, the Newcastle project seems better. I mean, you're playing Champions League football. Um, yeah, there just seems to be a buzz around it. Whereas Spurs are in the midst of a clean out and and potentially a revamp. So maybe that's part of like the project that Ange would sell to him. But mm. I think. I'm with you, but also maybe Andrew's like, we'll sell Kane, like and you can have the number much. ten. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think that would sweeten the deal. Nah. <laughs> I just thought about it for a second. I'm like, no, maybe not. You lo- we're losing our best player. Yeah. Um, also, apparently, Spurs bid uh, fifty million for James Madison and Harvey Barnes. It's like, tell him you're dreaming. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, Harvey Barnes is potentially open to going to Villa if they want to go for him. Mm. That'd be a good signing for them. That would be a great signing. Um, and last thing on Spurs is they uh, are rumoured to be uh, putting Eric Dyer and Davinson Sanchez on the market as they as Ange Postecoglou revamps the Tottenham backline. Mm. Which is the oh, have they been linked with Harry Maguire? As they well? have been, yeah. <laughs> Imagine going from mid to mid when <laughs> yeah, Dyer Dyer to Harry Maguire. Yeah, it's pretty funny. It's just classic Spurs, really, isn't it? Mm. Um, you can't can't escape the idiocy that is Daniel Levy. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, anything else, Dad? Nah, I think that's it. Yeah, it's 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 almost eleven o'clock. I'm I'm wrecked. Oh yeah, Gerard not going to the Saudi. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I rate that from him. Yeah, he went there and had a meeting. Yeah, he was like, mm, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> maybe his wife was like, we're not. <laughs> Steve, we're not living here. <laughs> can't do it. <laughs> All the girls that go to school in Liverpool can't do it. <laughs> anyway, yeah. <laughs> Um, that's enough from us. It's getting a bit loopy here. Uh, hope you enjoyed listening. 101 episodes down. The road to 200 starts now. Uh, as always, if you've enjoyed, five star rating on Spotify. Uh, five star rating on uh, Google Podcasts too, which I, I keep forgetting that we post on there as well. But if you're listening on that, I don't think anyone is. But <laughs> if by some chance you stumble across us, uh, follow us, give us a rating. Forty uh, yard switch pod is the Instagram, which uh, when we post a story, we post an episode. So look out for that. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Women's World Cup preview. Oh yes, incoming. Women's World Cup preview coming in the in the next few weeks. We'll be going through all eight groups. Eight groups. Eight yeah. groups over the next fortnight. Um, so keep a look out for that. All right, that's all for now. Bye-bye.